If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome, everybody, to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm Dai. And today is a very special episode celebrating all the Adventures of Die announcements we got today, and also a celebration of Dragon Quest Day. Woo-hoo! Yeah, woo, yeah. Uh, so, BJ, for people who maybe uh, don't know uh, who are listening, can you can you just give a little bit of info on what Dragon Quest Day is? So, 34 years ago today, we <laughs> the world was blessed with the title Dragon Quest in... Japan. It was the first modern JRPG, uh, and we still use those conventions today. Had it not been released 34 years ago today, we would not be talking to you. That's true. All right, good. I did not expect you to take it uh, that route, but I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of glad, glad you did, I guess. Uh, so, uh, so let's get straight into it. So today uh, there was a live stream. It happened at 7 a.m. Eastern time, which is my time. Right. Uh, because it's, you know, it's, it's like night in Japan, uh, but it's like 7 a.m. here. And it's 6 a.m. here. So I was like, Mm-mm, I'm asleep. Austin will tell me whenever I wake up. Yeah. So I, when I woke up, uh, my kids wake me up early anyway, uh, like it was about to start uh, around right. The t- right around the time I woke up this morning. Uh, so I caught snippets of it early on, and then, uh, you know, toward the end there, when they started doing all the video game stuff, I, yeah. I really, that's when I really started seeing more of it, because I missed a lot of the early anime stuff. Um, but I'm not that big into anime anyway. So the Die anime, uh, it's a new one, and the first episode, they said, is coming out October 2nd, 2020. So in about, what, five months from now? Mm-hmm. So it's very it's way quicker than I anticipated it being. Uh, I'm I am I'm obviously sad that it's not in English immediately, but I'm really hoping that we're going to either get some fan subs or uh, or an official release like we did with your story fairly soon after. Yeah, and this first run they've said is 25 episodes. Nice. I missed that. That's great. I don't know if that means it's just going to be a 25 episode run and then that's it. Or if that's like just like the first season, basically, um, or, or what they're doing with it. Um, from the trailer that we saw, um, it looks pretty good. Like the animation looks really good in it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like I'm not much of an anime guy, but this is one I really want to watch. Like I've actually been hankering the last few weeks to find a good anime to watch. And so uh, which which is really, really rare for me. And so I uh, I'm when I saw this one, I'm excited, except that it's in Japanese entirely and doesn't come out for another five months. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> there are a few there are a few caveats here. Yeah, but I thought I thought the animation looked good overall and. Uh, it's going to be interesting, especially if we get it in the West, uh, to see where the story goes. Because, you know, I, I've i read the first two or three volumes of the manga, like, last year. Yeah. Uh, back when it was, like, 
available. The fan translated English versions were up on like uh, Manga Rock and mm-hmm. other sites. Uh, I was able to look at some of that back then, and then it's been taken down since then. Or at least it was the last time I checked, which was several months ago. Right. So, so I've read that. I haven't watched the anime ever, uh, the original series. Oh, did you not? I actually thought you did. No, and it it was it did appear in uh, some countries in the West as Adventures of Fly, like F L Y, just like a you know like a fly, like a gnat. Yeah. Uh, so, Sidetrack here for a second, but you know. Uh, for people who are not listening, or maybe a reminder to people, I wrote a Dragon Quest book, right? It's all about like Dragon Quest fandom in the West. Yep. And uh, finished it. Woo! Woo! Uh, finished writing it all up. It's all good to go as of yesterday, so it'll hopefully be out soon. Uh, and anyway, I was surprised by the number of people who, when they submitted those Dragon Quest stories to me about how they got into the series, why they love the series, things like that. There were quite a few of them from uh, like South American countries and some European countries right. who who got into the Dragon Quest series, the entire series, because they watched uh, Adventures of Fly when they were kids. Huh. I would not have expected that. That's awesome. Like, yeah. I've never heard that before. I'm, that makes me really happy and more excited for the new one. Yeah, so, and you can read more about that in my book. How's that for a shameless plug? What are you ta- what are you titling it? Like have you decided on a on a release title yet? Uh yeah, it's called the Dragon Quest book. <laughs> oh, well, that's all right. Uh because, you know, it's all about Dragon Quest and it's about fandoms in the West. I mean, there's a subtitle with it, but the Dragon Quest book is kind of the tentative title I was using for it, and then I decided it was a good idea because when people Google or go on Amazon and type in Dragon Quest book, guess what's going to show up? The Dragon Quest book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> Always thinking. I'm tapping my forehead. I mean, it here. makes sense, right? Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so going back to uh, to the other die announcements. Uh, so after the anime, we got an announcement for not just one but three games. And honestly, yeah. of ev- of everything that was announced uh, today, because overall, I feel like I was kind of underwhelmed, I guess, by the announcements. Yeah. It wasn't really full of that many surprises. I mean, a lot of the things they announced were like things that had been at least rumored for a long time or they yeah. had kind of told us were, were happening already. But I think probably the surprise, for, biggest surprise for me and probably most people was that it wasn't just one game, but three games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I expected a console game out of it. And uh, like we were getting either a new console or handheld game somehow. And uh, we did, which is fantastic, but I didn't expect the other two at all. Yeah, so the way they announced them, uh, they announced the mobile game first. And I even texted you about yep. how disappointed I was in that. And we had the same reaction. like The, the, the puking reaction. Yeah, it was a puking yeah. emoji or gif. Yeah, it was like, yeah, great, another another mobile game. Woo! And I just don't like mobile games. Even ones right. that people think are good, I just I don't like playing games on my phone. And I get from a marketing standpoint... Like everybody has a cell phone and, you know, because of microtransactions and all this kind of stuff, you know, you can make a lot of money doing it. So I get from a business standpoint why you do a mobile game. But to me, my reaction is just always yuck or like vomiting emoji. Yeah, I mean, I like mobile games, but they have to be very specific, like very specific kinds of mobile games to keep my attention. And Dragon Quest of the Stars just lost me that I'm really hoping that the die game is more engaging than it because it just became too grindy too quickly. Like that's my big deal with a lot of mobile games. Like I don't mind them being grindy after a while, but I want them to remain fun for a while. And it just got too repetitive 
competitive too quickly. So I'm hoping Die is not like that at all. Yeah, and and the mobile game it's coming out in 2021, so right. it's going to be a little while before it comes out. And and the thing, another thing too, is that all of the stuff we're talking about as of right now, because it's also new and fresh. Like we they, we haven't had any announcements of any of this is coming to the West. So for all we know, this is just going to stay in Japan. Right. But the mobile game it looks really really good. Like the graphics and stuff on it look amazing, even especially for a mobile game. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes me sad that it's mobile. I really wish it would come to Switch because I feel that way about everything. Right. And it's not like out of the realm of possibilities because, I mean, Dragon Quest Rivals came to the Switch. But the thing about it is that, that I'm kind of afraid of here is that, <laughs> you know, Dragon Quest Rivals, um, which you've, you've played Dragon Quest Rivals at least a little bit, right? Just a little bit. Yeah, not a whole lot at all. So I've been playing it. Uh, I probably sunk a couple of hours into it so far. Uh, it's not yeah. something I play every day. It's like I log on in the morning and do like a card battle or two and then I'm done. Yeah. So it's like something I chip away at like 10 minutes a day, you know, right. and it's it's not bad. It's all in Japanese, but it's pretty easy to understand. I feel like, mm-hmm. but it's still you can still tell it's a gotcha mobile game. It even even just looking at it, like the interface and the pop-ups that hit you and like yeah. going to all the different like sub menus to claim prizes for logging in multiple days in a row and stuff like that. It still feels like a mobile game. Right. And, and that's kind of my fear uh, with the die mobile game is that even if it does come to something like the switch, it's still going to feel like a mobile game. And there's there are ways to do that that don't feel like that. Like Hearthstone is a really good example of a free to play card game that doesn't have that gotcha feel, even though it's a gotcha game like that. It doesn't have those absurd numbers of menus and sub screens that you have to constantly go into uh, that make Square Enix games really obnoxious to play on your phone. Like all of them, like and Nintendo as well. Like I do not like the way that like dragon quest of the stars and fire emblem uh, heroes and all those like uh brave xvs and record keeper like they just have too many things like if they would simplify it it would make the entire the entire experience on a console and on your phone feel so much better and that's kind of what i'm hoping that they may have done but i doubt in the new die mobile game mm-hmm. and, and here's the cool thing about the live stream too is that you know the mobile game got announced and I think a lot of people, at least Westerners' reactions, uh, seem to be not super happy because we all thought it was going to be a console game. Right. And then, but during all of that, they said that there were going to that there were going to be three games. Yeah. And so that's when people were kind of like, "What? Three? Okay, let's like keep the ball rolling here." Uh, the second one seems pretty cool. It's an arcade game. Uh, it's called you pronounce it Cross. It's like X Ross. Yep. But it's pronounced Crossblade. Uh, so Crossblade. Um, it utilizes like uh, like IRL card collecting, like uh-huh. they have actual cards and stuff. There's even a cool uh, album you can purchase to hold your cards in, and you use that at the arcade booth, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, cabinet machine and, cabinet, yeah. And uh, and that's how you play this game. So it's kind of interesting. It's also like a huge obvious cash grab, <laughs> um, because you know you're having to buy cards you're having right. to, you know i assume since it's an arcade game you have to pay to play it at the arcade um yeah. once you when, whenever you're at the cabinet uh so you know lots of it's going to be a big investment i feel like 
And it's kind of the same as an arcade that's in the States right now with Marvel Contest of Champions. Uh, Void on geek to geek has told me about uh, going to like Dave and Buster's with his family and them uh, playing Contest of Champions. And then part of what happens when you play it is you get cards to come scan back in later. Uh, and that's... I'll, curious on how the cards are going to work because like the cards are really pretty that they showed off i would like to have these physical cards uh but there is like no chance there is like a 0.5 chance we'll ever get this this arcade in the united states because it's just such a cultural difference like arcades are not a thing here anymore that uh, you have retro bar arcades generally you have things like dave and busters that are really really mainstream but you don't have like gamer arcades anymore or places just to go hang out for a little while uh like you do in a lot of uh cities in japan where i think this will like really thrive but i don't think we'll ever see this light of day on this one. Oh, i don't think so either it's exactly like uh dragon quest monster battle road uh, okay. which is also only in japan dragon quest monster battle road uh was based on like dq8 okay um, and so so it came out the first one would have been in like uh 2007 i believe all right and uh, and it was the same thing. You collected cards, you scanned the cards. And so this this die uh, game, Crossblade, it looks very similar to me to Monster Battle Road. Okay. Was Monster Battle Road a uh, mobile game as well? Like, did they adapt it into mobile game? Or am I completely making that up and remembering, like, thinking about what I'm seeing in my head wrong? Mm, possibly. I don't think so. The only other, other than being an arcade game, I know that there was a... Uh, a Wii version of it, like a yeah. Wii port. Uh, it was called like Battle Road Victory or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that was a version that was made for the Wii uh, that came out like not too long after uh, the original arcade mm. game released. But um, but that's not one of the mobile games I'm familiar with. No. Yeah. I just I was thinking about an icon in my head, so maybe I'm completely wrong. So another fun fact, though, while we're on the subject of Monster Battle Road. Uh, I know you and I are probably going to do like a, an MMO episode soon, like Dragon Quest 10 versus Final Fantasy 14 kind right. of thing. I do want to mention uh, Naoki Yoshida, Yoshi P, uh -huh. who does uh, Final Fantasy 14. Uh, you know, he was also the game planner for Dragon Quest 10. Yep. And Dragon Quest Monster Battle Road uh, was, as far as I know, the first game he served as director on. So Yoshi P actually got his start in Dragon Quest I did not know that. Yeah, even though now he's chugging along in the that's uh, awesome Final Fantasy fourteen train. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fantastic. I had no idea. Yeah, so we'll probably dig into that more in that episode. But just wanted to throw that fun fact out there uh, to you and anybody else. Uh, so anyway, so so Crossblade it looks a lot like Monster Battle Road to me, um, and and like like you said, I don't think it's ever coming out of Japan. I mean, Monster Battle Road never did, so it's very unrealistic that it's going to. I really yep. want to get into a Dragon Quest card game, and this doesn't look like the one that I will like invest money in. Mm -mm. I just I wish there would be a card game like a like a the trading card game would come to the states, but that's maybe yeah. a, that's maybe a long discussion for another day. <laughs> but I just want to collect English Dragon Quest cards. Like, is that too much to ask? Yeah, I think it is. Like I, I I'm, I'm seeing a trend here, and yes, I believe that <laughs> it is too much to ask. <laughs> So then, last but not least, uh, because so far, for me, during the stream, I was just kind of like, oh, man, really? Oh, man, really? Like, it was just one thing after the other that either I wasn't excited about or it seemed like we were never going to get out of Japan. And then we get the big announcement, probably the, the biggest one of the day for me, at least, 
uh, was The Adventures of Die. It's an action RPG. It's called Infinity Strash. It is the stupidest name. Like, I make fun of Square Enix names all the time. Like, their Kingdom Hearts games are absurd, and this beats any Kingdom Hearts title they've ever made. I don't care how absurd, like, 358 over two days recoded, all of this. Strash. Infinity Strash. At least they use words and things that you know about in the Kingdom Hearts titles. Like, what is Strash? Dude, I don't know, man. I gotta disagree with... Like, Infinity Strash, I don't think is cool. And I know I made a joke to you earlier that Tetsuya Nomura came up with the title for it. He did. Uh, He was like, hey guys, have you thought about calling this Strash? And like, yeah, thanks! um, Because, But Kingdom Hearts games are like... Nah, man. Those are like the worst titles. (laughs) I don't know, man. You give me Remind any day over Infinity Strash. Kingdom Hearts literally just has a symbol as part of the title. It's like a symbol dash, then with a colon, and then like subtitles. I mean, they have like, nah, man. Kingdom Hearts is way worse. I don't know. Like, I don't know. We'll have to disagree on that one. I don't think Infinity Strash is is a good title, but I don't think it comes close to any of the of those like really awful Kingdom Hearts subtitles that we've got oh, over the years. I don't know. I mean, it's it's just a it's a contraction for its trash. I mean, I don't I just oh, why? Like why? Like I want to know cuz I thought it was Infinity Slash and I thought that it was just a weird font and then no, it's actually Strash. Like I do not understand. I assume that it's going to have something to do with the with the game and with the the lore around Die. I'm hoping. Because, I mean, Infinity Strash just doesn't seem like something you just name a game. (laughs) Kind of like going back to the Kingdom Hearts games, though. It's like, seriously, going back to the Kingdom Hearts games, though, it's kind of like those titles, even like several of those titles, even just like within the context of the story, don't even make sense very much. But like Infinity Strash, I assume, has to do with like some lore or some moves or something like I assume there's a reason for it but because a lot of the die stuff has never made it west has never made it into English it's kind of like we just have to guess at it right now you know yeah maybe so like if somebody knows why this is titled this please let me know because as it stands it does hold one of the worst titles in all of video games for me right now wow really it's terrible. Like, it makes me mad. I don't know why when I saw that it was Strash. Like, even the, the crossblade with an X, I'm like, yeah, that's some normal square stuff. And then I see Strash, and I'm like, no, this is, I'm done with this. Like, Strash. I don't know. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because at this point, because I feel like even though it's not what I would name a video game, I feel like it has something to do with a story. And also I play a lot of JRPGs and there's a lot of like Japanese games like this that have really like just awful tide titles for an, uh, for Western audiences, at least right. It's really yeah. common in Japan. And so I'm, I'm willing to give them like a benefit of the doubt here. I don't know. Strash. The, the worst one for me is the, uh, the like, I don't even know how to pronounce it, but it's like the theatra rhythm games, you know, yeah, theatra them or whatever it is. You don't like that one. No, that's another Nomura uh, name, by the way. Are you serious? Is it yeah. really? Yeah. I didn't. Why? Why does he do this? Why Why do they keep letting him do this? I don't know. But anyway, uh, but yeah, <laughs> that, that, that one is one of those that I'm just like, oh, really? That's the name of a game? And the games themselves are pretty fun. It's Guitar Hero. but with, like, I've never Final- played one. Okay, it's Guitar Hero, basically, but with like Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest characters, depending on which one you play. Yeah. I- if you're going to play a Dragon Quest game that's all in Japanese... 
that's a good one to do because it's basically just, it's a rhythm based game, you know? So it's like super easy to figure out if it's, even though it's in Japanese, because uh, you're just, that, you're timing your presses with the dots coming down into a circle, like Guitar Hero or Rock Band. Okay. So that would, that would be much easier to figure out the Dragon Quest Ten. Yeah. So Infinity Strash, they did say it is, it's an action RPG from yep. the, the videos that we, the video that we saw, it looks very much like that kind of Kingdom Hearts, Dragon Quest Heroes, uh, maybe even like Nino Kuni 2 type, like typical action RPG combat really is what it looked like to me. Yeah, see, it didn't look like Dragon Quest Heroes to me because it's not a Musou game. It is uh, it's definitely an action RPG, and that makes me 10 times more excited than if it had been a follow-up to the Heroes games. Like, they're fun, but I get so bored of that same kind of gameplay over and over again, uh, which is why I don't, I've bounced off of every Musou title that I've ever played because of that. Uh, so I'm excited that it's an actual ar- action RPG this time. Yeah, well, I just, I'm just talking about combat here. I mean, Dragon Quest Heroes is just an action RPG. No, it's a Musou game. No, it's a Musou game in that it has like 100 enemies that attack you at once. But in terms of the moves and everything, it's just an action RPG. I don't know. It feels so different to me. The menu is literally just a Kingdom Hearts or Nino Kuni 2 menu. The battle menu that you do. But the way that you they all come at you like that, I don't know. It just, the world and everything around it just does not does not vibe with me. Well, you've also, the, the shots that we've seen of Die are only, it looks kind of just like overworld, like single player action right. combat. Anyway, they said home consoles. Home consoles, I assume, mean PS4 and probably Switch. I'm expecting that, like probably the way that they've done it so far. We might get an Xbox One release, but I assume when they say it, I always just think of PS4 and Switch. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking of right now. No platforms yeah. were announced during the live stream, so who knows? Uh, they did say, though, that it's going to be released in 2021, but again, <laughs> it's in Japan. So yep. if we do get a Western release, who knows when that's going to happen. But if we do get a Switch release on it, they're region free. So whenever it comes out, if we do want to play it in Japanese, we can import it and play it immediately uh, where we don't have to... Uh, like get a separate console or anything. I'm, I can't remember how PS4 works uh, in terms of physical media, but I know the Switch will be able to play it at least when it comes out if we're willing to do the Japanese. Yeah, I'm pretty sure PS4 is region locked because I think I've looked into it for like uh, Anadaki Street and stuff. Ah, uh, I gotcha. All right, so just when you thought the die stream might be over, they also announced a bunch of toys and things. Yeah. <laughs> um. Which was kind of like something that you knew was going to happen. I mean, they're not going to like launch this huge new marketing thing with like a new show and a new video game and not do like merchandise, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, I liked it. Like, I thought they were pretty. Like, I'm not a big toy collector outside of just very specific things I want, but I thought they looked really cool. Yeah. I liked the plushes and like the swords look kind of cool. There's the action figures. Mm hmm. I don't really like, I gotta be honest with you, I didn't really like the action figures very much. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Um, those kind of like kind of squishy, cutesy, almost like chibi looking action figures. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of like, yeah. There's the blind boxes with the little, like, I don't know what they are. They look like keychains. Yeah, I'm not even sure. I, I like them. I tend to like the style of those better for collecting, but I don't like buying blind boxes. So I want to like buy like individuals of those after somebody has opened them up. Yeah, that's kind of how I am uh, as well. Like, 
I don't like blind boxes. Um, I don't understand the appeal of blind boxes. Like I don't like buying something that I don't know what I'm getting, you know? I will occasionally buy one if it's something that, like, Jennifer and I are out, we're at GameStop or we're at Target, and we see something like a Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse blind box, or maybe it'll be a Star Wars blind box or a Kingdom Hearts one. It's like, I want to buy something, and this is $4, and I'll buy something like that just to be like, I'm cool with any of these. I don't want any of them more than another. And then I grab it, and I'm like, yay, I got this. Like, that kind of thing, but it's not something when I see them, it's like, I have to have every one of these, and I'm going to buy boxes and boxes until I get all of them. It's not ever going to be something like that for me. Yeah. I I didn't see this on the live stream, and I didn't bother translating a bunch of stuff or anything. But I kind of feel like these are in those like gachapon machines that you see right. all over the place. Um, I assume it's going to be one of those kind of things. That would make sense. Like even stuff like that. Like if I were around where there were, I don't know. And I know this is silly for me. If I were around and able to get them out of a machine instead of a box on the shelf, I would probably buy more of them. Even if it just, even if it's still a box, it just falls out of the machine. It's the, yep. It's the fun it's of having it fall out fun, of a machine. It's the fun of getting that. It's that that feeling of when you're a kid and you get like the the little silly slime thing or the ring out of the uh, the the you know the bubble machine, uh, the little gotcha thing at the uh, the grocery store or something. I still feel that way. Like I've gone into Japanese stores, uh, like in Nashville and Huntsville and stuff, and uh, see the gotcha pawn machines. I'm like, I'm gonna buy one of these, and then it comes out. I'm like, ha I got it. It's like it, there's something mentally different about that. Uh, about that process than buying it just like grabbing a box off the shelf i don't it's just it's gamified to the point where i'm like cool i'm gonna get that Hmm. i never used those things as a kid either oh okay grabby machines or the things that like spit out stuff like at the grocery stores and everything when i was growing up yeah never really uh never really did that i don't know See, and those are things like I really, really love. Like when we were, we were, we were really poor too. And so when I would go, like my parents would be able to give me a quarter or 50 cents to get something that would keep me occupied for a day or two. <laughs> like it was, it was always something I really loved. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, that is kind of all the stuff that was announced and shown today uh, during all the, the die stuff that happened during Dragon Quest Day. Uh, But also, we do need to mention at least that May 27th, today is May 27th, and that is exactly one year uh, since we started this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, so we did it for a whole year. Um, So we're actually uh, going to be posting a new mini-sode up over on our Patreon as a nice like thank you to all of our patrons since it's been a year. Uh, So... Uh, If you would like to join our Patreon, we invite you to do that. That is at patreon.com slash dragonquestfm. You can get fun things like stickers. Uh, You can choose a topic for us to discuss on the show. You can get Discord roles. You can even get a mug as an anniversary gift. We're giving all of our one-year patrons a really cool mini metal mug uh, as a thank you for being with us uh, for a full year. And we're already thinking ahead to year number two here. So, yep. uh, so again, you can head over to patreon.com slash dragonquestfm uh, to see that and he- listen to uh, the new mini-sode as well. Really quickly, though, before we end today, I just want to ask you, we did a lot of fun stuff the past year. We did a lot of crazy stuff. For you, what was if you had to narrow it down to like one really cool thing we did this past year, what was your favorite moment? I really think Dr. Agon uh, or BJ was my favorite one. 
because it's just uh, it, it made me realize what a ridiculous person I actually am. <laughs> yeah, that that was a lot of fun. That was one of our very first episodes. It was like episode yeah. only like five or six, I think. Yeah, it was very early on. Yeah, it was just cool getting to see because you and Dr. Agin do share a lot of the same idioms and ways of speaking. <laughs> well, we sure diddly do. <laughs> and it was still still one of the most disappointing things. Like I liked your story, but it was still disappointing that Dr. Agin and that was not a, a silly humperdink that uh, he was a very serious old man. I think for me, I think my favorite thing we did this past year uh, was trying to play through all of Dragon Quest Swords together in like 26 hours. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, that's one of those where I know, I can't remember the name of it, the standalone sword that you can get, that that plug-and-play DQ sword. Like, we're going to have to get one of those and try it again uh, to get through that uh, when we're together again. Yeah, it's called, like, Dragon Quest, like, Kenshin? Is that what it's called? Dragon Quest Kenshin? Maybe. I can never remember that one. Yeah, I think it's, like, Kenshin Dragon Quest, I, I believe, is, is what it is. But, yeah, we're going to have to have to do a repeat and, and get get the Kenshin Dragon Quest game and yep. uh, do this all again. I think it's uh, much shorter than Swords is, um, but that was just so much fun. Uh, doing it was. Dragon Quest Swords and being so pressed for time, you almost missed your flight. <laughs> <laughs> because I had to finish. Yeah, so uh, so that's probably, if I had to narrow it down to one uh, cool thing uh, that we did this past year, I think that's probably my highlight. Uh, yeah, that's true. So we're going to talk about this a lot more over in our Patreon exclusive mini-sode where we're going to be talking about some of the guests we've had on the show the past year, some of our other fun moments. Uh, so any of our patrons who would like to head over there after listening to this episode, uh, you can do that. Come hang out with us over there. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Remember, you can talk to us on Twitter at FM. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash FM. And if you want to talk to me personally, you can do that. My Twitter handle is at DragonQuaston. You can also read my weekly Dragon Quest blog. That is at DragonQuestAustin.com. Right now I'm working on putting up tons of how-tos for Dragon Quest X. Uh, so that if you want to read some guides in English uh, that kind of have screenshots showing you how to figure out parts of Dragon Quest X. I'm trying to post lots of how-tos right now uh, to help other people out. So you can find that at DragonQuestAustin.com. And also, if you want to see any of the videos or trailers for the stuff that we've talked about today, we have that in the show notes of this episode. So you can go to the Geek2Geek Media site and see those or DragonQuest.fm and find those. If you're listening to this on a podcast uh, catcher, on a podcatcher, uh, the link will be in the uh, description or the show notes here. So check that out, too. There are all sorts of really cool videos to actually see this stuff. Um, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, I'm at Professor Beege. If you want to listen to my other podcast, the Geek to Geek podcast, uh, we put that up at on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, you can find that at geek2geekcast.com. And then you can talk to us on Slack and Discord. And you can find the links for those at geek2geekmedia.com as well. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.